Welcome to episode 83, Checkpoint Chat. Hello. Hello. I like that our technical issues today were that you didn't plug the cable in. <laughs> I'd rather have technical issues that are attributed to me being a dumbass than, than actual tech issues. Broken. I agree. And it only took us not even two minutes to fix. So we good? Yeah, it's just like, the, why is this no work? The, oh, wait. Look the, at that cable. It's the, just chilling there. You like my, my gain's so high, but the volume's not coming through. <laughs> and if we play it back, it sounds like we're in a submarine. It's clearly coming through. Yeah, your that, that sound is so weird. I wish I knew. It must be the the. I think you're right. The, la- the laptop mic sounds like we're in a box, basically. <laughs> you know what it sounds like? Those older like World War Two videos. <laughs> yeah, like like that. Um, Propaganda. Uncle Sam wants you. <laughs> I wonder if that even. Uncle Sam up. wants you. <laughs> um, yeah, but but I'm, I'm messing around with gains and stuff here because, like, because the soundboard is as consistent. It as is haunted. Haunted. Insert metaphor now somewhere. I don't know. Couldn't think of one fast enough. It's actually an object of power. From an control. object of power. Yes, you have to. Uh, oh no, no, wait! Not an object of power. It's an altered item. Altered item. Sorry. Altered item. Yeah. So you have to uh, be nice to it. Also, it's like no, the world's gonna end. Okay. That's Matty, by the way. Uh, uh, yes, I don't myself. <laughs> I don't think any of us. This uh, I'm Matty. That's Alessandro. This is um, checkpoint, checkpoint chat. chat. We talk, talk shit. Speaking of altered items, there was a. There was a Verge article this week uh, where they were talking about something at CS. I think it was like a Jigglypuff Bluetooth speaker. Yes. And the way it was displayed, like it was just on this pedestal in this like empty room. <laughs> and I think it was uh, one of the editors, Dieter. He was like, I've just played Control. I know what this is. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm you're I'm so right. This. <laughs> it looks like, a, like one of those altered items that is just stored away. It just looks so... Did they have someone watching it, maintaining contact uh, yeah, at all exactly. times? <laughs> <laughs> Making sure it doesn't evolve. Doesn't evolve. Doesn't, does, <laughs> what? Yeah, it doesn't change. When you look away, it says, that fridge, that fridge thing in control What happened to that poor best, god? One of the what best a- <laughs> missions in that game. I felt so bad for that poor dude. What What is the catch? He couldn't blink or he could blink. He just couldn't look. No, he couldn't blink. No, he couldn't. Yeah. As soon as as soon as soon the, the fridge isn't being observed, it does something. But then surely he could close one eye at a time. That's what I thought. So mm. I, w- when I was there thinking about it, like running around, I was literally like blinking with one eye to see <laughs> if, I, if I could do it. If you could see Jesse's face, he was probably doing the same thing saying like, this guy's a moron. You can just uh, close one eye at a time. Just wink. Maybe he was doing that, but maybe like he was, just, he, well, he was he, there for like 24 hours. Yeah, he was just exhausted. So he's just like... Because I, I did think about it and keeping your eyes open oh for 24 God. hours, they'll, not fall, possible. they'll fall out. Yeah, not possible. Yeah. So he must have been doing something. I just I just like how like nonchalant that guy is. It's like, oh, fuck, we forgot him on shift. It's like, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, that that game. Okay, what's interesting about that part is it kind of ties in to one of my favorite things about Outer Wilds, mm. which is this uh, idea of uh, quantum observation, where yes. it's like when you're not observing something, it can exist in an infinite number of states, oh boy. and that's sort of how that fridge works. So in Outer Wilds, they teach that to you at the beginning. Like there's this room where there's three pedestals and there's a rock. And every time you look away from the rock, it moves. Oh. Because by principle, it could exist on either three of those pedestals at mm. any time. It's only when you're looking at it that it exists in one of those spaces. Wow. So then there's a planet. I think it might be the same planet, Timber Hearth, where 
um, you're like on like the small cliff face and you're like surrounded by trees. Damn. And if you spin around, when you look back at the same spot, the trees are completely aligned right. differently. And uh, understanding that principle comes into play in Ottawa. It's very oh cool. Oh boy. It's very it's cool. It's going to stoke my gray matter. That, that, that was all, that was the entire stroke. principle behind what Ottawa was built upon and they used it in such a clever way. So it's, you basically learn quantum physics. Yeah. You, you basically can be learn a scientist, win the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. When you realize <laughs> how the universe, that entire universe is kind of held to that rule, it is like... Just mind blown. Like, oh, this all makes fucking sense. This now. explains why you couldn't get out of bed for a month. Yeah. Like, what, what is this game? It's so good. What's happening to me? I still need to get to it. I think you'll dig it a lot. I have a backlist. I mean, a backlist, a backlog. So mm. big. Mm. I like every other gamer. And what did you play most this week? CSGO? No, I played a bit of. I played one one evening of CSGO. I finished uh, Fallen Order. <gasps> It's a good time. Let's actually get to that. This is Checkpoint Chat. You're Talk about video games. Straight into Checkpoint Chat. You finished... I finished Fallen Order. Jedi. Star Wars, Jedi, colon, Fallen Star Order. Star Wars, Jedi, colon. What lightsaber Kenobi, color did you choose Kenobi, for your final fight? Yellow, of Same. course. Yellow is the best. It looks the best as well. So it can, can, looks good. We're just going to tag. This is a bit, a bit of a spoilery discussion because we've both okay. finished the game now. Yeah, so, so we were going to talk about have, the end. If you have intention of playing the game yourself... I would advise skipping ahead. I'll put it in the episode notes where we end time-wise. Yeah. So there you go. Look, pause what you're doing. Look at the episode notes now and be like, yes, I'm going to skip ahead to that number. Um, Michelle, what a game! I really enjoyed it. It was a a pretty damn solid Star Wars story. Yeah, pretty good. And and it makes me happy that it exists in the the very same law that we know. It's not some spin-off. Oh, it's canon. Yeah, yeah, it's actual canon. Yeah. Which is yeah. So I I don't know where, where do we begin? You. Summarize the game. You well, play as Cal Kestis. This, yeah, Kestis. Uh, Padawan who survived Order 66, been mm. living undercover essentially, but he, he ends up saving one of his pals with the, by using well, the Force. Saving him for like five for minutes. Five, yeah. <laughs> for five minutes. By using the Force. And then uh, he comes into the radar of the Inquisitors. Yeah, the... the Spanish Inquisition. The sp- <laughs> no one expects that. The Sith Inquisition, <laughs> yes. The sp- 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 oh, I can't even put those words together. <laughs> which which shouldn't be surprising if you've watched um, something like Star Wars Rebels because the Inquisitors are there. They're like the main I have bad guys so there. This is all yeah. new to me. They uh, Well, you only see two Inquisitors. There's uh, many, many more. Um, oh, uh, but yeah, they all have a stupid lightsaber. Um, <laughs> the one with the ring, I think it's really dumb. Is one um, has a ring lightsaber? Yeah, so so the you, I mean, you saw uh, what was her name? The second ninth sister, the main. So um, I've got whatever. Sister. Good lord! All their lightsabers have like a ring. Oh, it's like it, a ring, so it can turn into like a double. It's a wrist or a, guard. Or a single one. So the first time I saw that in in Rebels, oh, the, the guy okay. ignites both, and then he gets that column to spin, and I was just uh, like, "This is the dumbest thing ever." <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, when you said ring, I thought like, ring. oh, like ring on their like, finger. Have you seen Spaceballs? Yes. No, I thought you meant like that because uh, no, <laughs> definitely, definitely <laughs> like well, that is ridiculous that that exists in Star Wars. <laughs> What is her name now? I've gone blank. I'm so bad with names. But yeah, fast forward some time. Cull. So Cull gets friends, Sierra, and what's uh, the gambling gr- gr- alien? Greasy called? Money. Grease. Grease. <laughs> I just know him as Gambling Alien who likes Gambling plants. Alien with a big head. There's one cutscene yeah. where he was next to Cull's like, holy shit, has his head always <laughs> been that big or is this just <laughs> some weird camera proportion thing that isn't working properly? 
Yeah, he's got a big head and he likes space plants. Yes, he loves space plants. So you're on this ship just going around? Yeah, but the basic premise of the game is that there's a um, Jedi Master who basically sets you on a path to find a list of Force-sensitive children Mm. or Mm. younglings, whatever you want to call them. Mm. And obviously because Order 66 absolutely decimated the Jedi. The Jedi. The Jedi. you know, this is a, this is your hope of restoring it. You know, you're gonna you can find four sensitive people and restore the Jedi Order to what it was. Oh, so, like yeah, just protect them from. I guess the Empire just wants to kill yeah. them as well. Oh, yeah, well, I mean that mm. too. So the the Jedi's name's Cordova, Cordova, in a Cordova. Yeah, in in a in a Cordova. Yeah. And you you basically travel to a whole lot of Jedi temples on different planets, piecing mm. together clues. Look, are you looking for a specific item? The holocron. The holocron. Yeah, the holocron. Um, yeah, but you get to visit uh, Wookiee Planet, um, uh, Kashyyyk. Yeah, you get to visit D- Dathomir, D- which is where Darth Maul Darth came from. I, I almost expected a Darth Maul. Yeah, okay. It's, so the thing is, like, it depends where this takes place because he is alive. He's technically alive. I've, yeah. He's alive in Rebels. Sure. Uh, yeah, so it would have been cool if he was there. Mm. Um what is the other planet? Zephyr? Zephyr. I've never heard of that one. Aside Zephyr. From and then there's the actual Star Wars, uh, Star Wars planet, the actual Jedi planet where they took people to train. That I can't remember the name. That, uh, that Ars planet. The, 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 the first one. No, no, oh, no. no, no that's that later one. on, yeah, where you actually go. Okay, uh, no, but then we're missing a planet because there's the one you there's, start There's on. the first one, yeah. That I don't one know I, what that one's called. Zephyr. Bagamir or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Bagano. 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 Yeah. Bagano, but no. But Zephyr. I'll, which is your favorite? I like Zephyr a lot. Uh, Zephyr, the one, Zephyr is the one where you actually, it's like a mix of everything. It's high mm. winds, there's snow, you go into there's the, the mines. ice caverns, yeah. yeah. I must say the the way those levels sprawl, especially Kashyyyk, the wiki planet. Mm. Holy shit. If you land on that planet again after explorer, having explored all of it and you just zoom out, it's Huge. massive. There, there's a lot of area to run around in there. I got um, super lost in Kashyyyk because I got to like the end area where you have the first time you visit, you have like the big boss battle there. Mm. And then I got there and I was like, how do I get back? Cause I was trying to get back a specific way so I could find something. So not take like the elevator that yeah. they give you. Man. <laughs> Was it that just fucking hell? map does not make that easy. God damn. No, that, so lost. That, that's probably one of my, my criticisms of the game is that the, look, the map system works, but it's not straightforward. It's very, yeah. like if you low, you need to get to, to that point over there. To try to figure out how to get there is such a pain. Um, it would have been helpful if you could put like a waypoint. Yeah. It just I feel like it's you, a cool 50 50 because it's like there's parts of it that I like. Uh, like, I like when it tells you, oh, this door that you can't get through, yeah, you can't get through. Mm. Like, it's red. Like, don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, waste yeah, time that, that I really enjoy. Yeah. Or like, here's this path that you haven't explored. That's mm. cool. But man, yeah, like you said, when you come back to a planet that you fully explored, that map is so difficult it's, to it's, understand yeah. what's going on there. Yeah. So. I'm not even thinking of collecting all the, the collectibles and anything. It's like, no. no. What I found is what I found. How many um, um, stims did you end on? Eight. Did you get all eight? I got eight. I don't know so where it's, it's the eight, one it's I missed. eight total? Yeah, eight total. Yeah. The one was very weird. And Did you get the one on Kashyyyk by the giant bird? What? Yeah, so that's probably the one you missed. Giant bird? The, the thing that flies you to safety. Do you not remember that on the Wookiee planet? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's, when you revisit that planet, he's busy like sitting in the one area, almost like perched there. 
I see a Keaton revisit. Okay, that that I, I didn't I, do. There's I, I the think one it's, I but it's like it's weird because it's almost hidden in plain sight. Where I climbed up a thing, I looked at the bird, and I carried on playing. Uh-huh. And I came back, and I was like, "Oh, there's a healing stem like right there. It's not even hidden." Oh, I mean, it's huh. hidden, but it's in plain so sight. It's so it's just like it's just like rewarding you for coming back. Yeah. Okay. That's so I got, I got definitely the one I missed then. <laughs> yeah, because that is the last one I got, and I'm glad you told me that there's one part of the game where. You're like, you get to explore a fallen... Um, yes, the Star Destroyer. Uh, Star Destroyer. Yes. And uh, Grease does mention at one point, like, hey, there was a Star Destroyer, but it, you could completely miss that. It's such a good It's segment. like a little, like just one little specific way to get there and you, you get there, it's like, holy shit, this is really cool. Yeah, it, it was like one of my favorite side segments. It's like this short little level that is mm. just like so much fun, yeah. When we feel like Ray from... Um, yeah, from... Force Awakens, yeah. she's busy scaling that... Because like being inside that... Star Destroyer gives you a real sense of scale and mm. it's just really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. I also like the the other one on Zephyr where you have to fight the the stronger version of those big um uh those big like creatures. I don't know what they're called. What the- <laughs> Uh, you they kill have it. names. Yeah, you kill it, and then you're like in a maze of a, like also like another Empire ship, and then you end up where you fought it, and there's like a. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That is, and that is like a close quarters yes. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I died so many times in the fight for stupid reasons. I was like, I should be, I should be killing this guy so easy. Mm. Like, yeah, but it just happened. But he had his own bio. It was like a more aggressive version, or yeah. something. So yeah, he was way more aggressive. Mm. Like he gave he gave you little chance to heal once he had hit you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but, but overall, game. I really enjoyed the game. And the, the last fight, not not as bad as you guys Fuck made you. out to be. <laughs> the last fight sucks. The last fight yeah. absolutely sucks. I, I'm adamant you guys hated it because you had awful low times. Yeah, I I definitely think that exacerbated it. Like. I struggled with that fight, and then every death was like a forty-second wait. I was just yeah, like, I so hate this. so just for context, the the final boss has a move when she gets below fifty percent health. If she she grabs you, and it's an insta kill. Like you can't. Yeah. You you get grabbed. You, you might as well just drop yeah. the controller. Yeah. And it happened to me a good few times, but I can imagine if you've chipped away and then it happens, you have to wait <sighs> nearly a minute. Yeah, that would really frustrate me. It, I just find as soon as she got into like her second and especially her third phase, she was just like overwhelming. Mm. She. The thing that bugged me about her was like she wouldn't stagger from your hits. Mm. So you couldn't interrupt a lot of her attacks. So you'd be locked into like a an attack animation and you'd be like, cool, I'm expecting like every other boss for her to stagger a little mm. bit. It's like, nah. And as weird as that, if you deflect perfectly, that doesn't really do anything. Yeah. It's more of just like, okay, cool, you get the nice little sound effect prompt, but... You get you get really a bit of a stamina like, damage, but it doesn't better, really. No, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Yeah. She she actually sometimes just goes straight into her next Another attack. attack. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> it, yeah, I I found her infuriating, but I I do think you're right. It's like more infuri- infuriating because the console load times are just loads. ridiculous. Yeah. What do you What do you think of uh, Malikos on Deathmere? Oh, he was cool. I liked him. Mm. Um, He's I totally knew boss. we were gonna fight him, but he mm. was a cool. It it was weird listening to him because he's. I mean, I, I heard it and I was like, oh, this is Liam McIntyre, it has to be, who, <laughs> who voices um, JD in Gears of War. So every time uh, I was fighting him, okay. I was like, oh, I'm fighting JD, JD yeah, <laughs> in Gears of War. He was a cool boss fight because I felt he was challenging, but also like I could fight him in the secure way. I liked it. Mm, yeah, I didn't struggle on him. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I didn't die. I'd probably die to him once, I think. Yeah, I died like you. once or twice to him. Whereas the final boss, I died a good 10, 12. 
well. His most annoying move was throwing rocks at you. That is so it's annoying, like, yeah. yeah. It was pretty annoying. But can we talk about the, the surprise moments at the end? When oh, man. Yeah, but, uh, super spoilers. So, yeah, this is here. Now, if you really don't want to be spoiled, this is where you turn away. Mm. When, um, Of course, of course, it would be between episode six and seven, of course, they're going to have a little... You mean... I mean, um, three sorry, and three and four, my bad. Um, of course, they're going to have... Darth little Darth Vader. Vader action in there. She's like, but Man, what I really... He, he had a proper like Rogue One moment in there. Yeah, but what I really like about it is that in the, in the original trilogy, you know that Darth Vader is just like, oh, he's this powerful Sith, but you never really feel it in those movies because mm. he's he's like a strong but almost slow-moving character. Mm, mm. But then in Rogue One, they fixed that. Like, oh my God, this guy's terrifying. Yeah, he, he, I mean, in Rogue One, that that end scene where he's just cutting down all those rebels. That's really like, like holy oh, shit. Okay. Okay. I see why everyone's yeah, terrified. Yeah, this is why people fear him. And then it happens in um, Fallen, Fallen Order. Order again where he, he pops up and it's a, you, you you can fight him for like a second and let you... Like if you throw an attack at him, he like sort of just like brushes it aside. Yeah, exactly. And you hit him with your lightsaber, he blocks and then it triggers a, a whole lot of... Um, well, a cutscene, and it's like, okay, we, we gotta run, we can't fight this yeah. guy, he's way too strong. And that to me is like, yes, that's Darth Vader, he's you can't even challenge him. He's the, the best was Sia, she was like, I'll cover you, and she oh my runs God, it he, in, and he's just like, literally, he literally like, just like flicks her away <laughs> like a bug, and I was like, just like, ah, fuck, I lost okay, my yeah. shit. So I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think we need to get out of here now, yeah, yeah. he was. And then he just like, you've got to do that whole escape from that underwater base. And mm. he's just like following you the entire yeah. time. It is terrifying. It's good. Yeah. But I mean, also shout out to Sia as well, who I think she had a really good arc. And that yeah, I agree. I think in the next game, it's they're, they're going to lean into that as like, she's obviously like highly seducible mm. to the dark side because she leans into that at the end. You're like, mm. damn, she is a strong Jedi. Yeah. she. So, I, I think her relationship with Cal is like one of the best parts of the mm. game. It's really, really good. Oh my God. And that, that moment when she actually um, like knights him. Yes. And then yeah. accused that, that that game had some really good Star Wars moments. It's weird that she knots him with the Sith lightsaber. That's <laughs> so like, yeah. a bit weird, but yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. But they, they know how to get you, especially if you're a Star Wars fan, where it just cues that... That classic Star Wars music. Yeah, John like, Williams like main. Theme. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they they like respawn knows what the fuck mm. they're doing. Um, I think also the ending. Uh, I think I think it was good. Like they're like, you know, if we know where they are, then we risk letting everyone else know mm. where these kids are. So they just like destroy the holocron. Yeah, which I think is a cool. I think yeah. it's smart, and it also fits in with the canon. Like. If there was suddenly, oh, they found all these kids and made this Jedi temple, like, where the fuck does that yeah. fit in? So. Uh, I'm interested to know where the next game is. Because, yes. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like Rogue One. We all watch it knowing, like, well, shit, these people are probably going to die. Mm -hmm. um, so, at the back of my mind, I was like, well, maybe Kel's going to die at the end of this game. But everyone's like, oh, I wonder what the sequel's going to be. So, I'm like, oh, okay, well, it sort of implies that he survives. And he does. And now I'm like, hmm, what will they do with the next game? The thing I'm most curious about is, like, I mean, the whole reason this works is sort of like a metrovania is because like you work under the principle that Cal is um, relearning his yeah he's like he's like cut off his connection to the force and he's like reintroducing himself to the force like if you start the next game and like he knocks his head and he's got amnesia I'm gonna be like, like okay, nah. no. well I mean uh, kind of funny spoke about this so saying well, it would be cool if maybe the premise of the next game is Cal's there they maybe stumble upon a force like a new force sensitive character mm -hmm. and he's like your master and you're relearning oh, like they cool. obviously frame some other 
there's some other objects. So, you, but so, so Cal's still there, Cal's but you're there, not but playing as Cal. Yeah, Cal and Sia are all there, but mm. they, it's some new... I like that. So that, that's pretty cool. Like they, they can take the story long. I mean, the, the gap between three and four is long. We've, mm. got to, we've got to let uh, Luke and Leia grow up. So <laughs> I do like that. I would be super, super happy if they intermingled with some people from like Star Wars Rebels because mm. they they operate within that space and yeah. um if you watched Rise of Skywalker I mean it's a it's a small like easter egg tit but but like in that final battle where all the rebel ships arrive mm. like um oh, what's her name Sabine I think it's Sabine uh no no not Sabine she's the oh, what the fuck's her name I forgot but like the, the the ship, the ship that's in Rebels that they all mm. chill on is in. The, oh, is that yeah, okay? Yeah. That, like, that scene had oh, a lot of cool. ships. I read articles after, it's like, oh, oh, they all come from yeah. here and yeah. So I was like, that's, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, even had old um, was it Wedge? Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't even. Know. I was like, <laughs> this oh my guy. god, he's so old. He's <laughs> ancient. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool seeing him. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's a complete throwaway thing for everyone else who watches mm. that but i saw him i was like oh, oh my god he's back yeah so yeah. so i am um, fallen order like we've we've beat beaten to death it's mm. a good game not not really the, not game. the perfect game like still a lot a lot mm. of polish you can go into but a lot of things that a, i'd see in the that, sequel that could be yeah they've got a feel for it now i think the sequel mm. they'll fix a lot of stuff a lot of the it was a lot better had. than i was expecting yeah um that, i'll put it that way and again hats off to respawn for mm. doing what they did because that is no small task like, oh yeah no to put I don't know, like to even think of, like, where do you even start with a Star Wars game if you are not, mm. you know, Disney or Lucas Art? Like, you know, to even touch that IP, it mm. must be quite a daunting. And I mean, we saw thing, in the, so. I guess it's in the news, but like, Lucasfilm was pretty uh, resilient to the idea of oh, yeah, another yeah. Jedi game. Mm. Um, so, like, for them, for Respawn to not only like stick to their guns and say, this is the game we want to make and then deliver on it. Mm. Because like, I can imagine if they didn't pull it off, they'd be oh, in trouble. We'd, 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 we'd wait another 10, 15 yeah. years for a crack at another Star Wars game. I don't so know. yeah, I'm super stoked to see what they do with uh, a sequel because I'm, I'm, it has to be a sequel. Yeah, g- give me sequel. give me uh, at least one segment where I get to play a seer with a lightsaber and a blaster. Ooh, ooh. Thank you, you see, yes, I would love... <laughs> I would love if the next one combines that, mm. like blaster and lightsaber. Imagine, combat. I mean, respawn would like go do real that fucking blood. So well, yeah. I mean, they've got a they've got a bit of you know shooter knowledge, and I mean, they haven't done a third person shooter, but they know how to make a good FPS. So imagine, is there some shooting mechanics in the? I mean, next w- one? my one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time is uh, Jedi Knight. Jedi Knight 2, mm. Jedi Icon, yeah. One of those Calcutan games. Mm. And the second one is literally like, it's a first-person shooter. Ooh. But when you get your lightsaber, like it turns into third-person. Uh, okay. So it's always first-person until you equip your lightsaber, then it's like a third-person. Third person. That's cool. Fuck yes. God Give that to me again. Make it I happen. I'll be right there <laughs> with you. Like, yeah. So we'll wait three to five years and see what they do or, next. Or you just go the blood Bloodborne route and you have like a... You know, you've got you've got your blast, and that's used as like a, mm. a mechanic in the in the combat, yeah. like a stagger mechanic. Well, listen, I would have killed for. I know Jedi's say like, <laughs> well, Obi Wan. We know he quotes like blasters, like how uncivilized. Yeah. Listen, the amount of range troopers, I wish I could have just shot. Yeah. Especially when, especially at the end when they throw like tons of troops at you. I'm like, oh my god, it would be nice to just pick them all from afar. It was so satisfying when you finally get like. um pull and you can redirect rockets to people mm. or no that that was push oh well you you mm. can slow well 
I suppose you could you could grab it if you really wanted to, I'm mm. sure. I'm thinking of more of control now. I'm can thinking you, of when I could grab the rockets grab the out rocket mid-air. There? No, you can redirect them. Uh, if the rockets slow them, you, you can, you can you push. Can, but can you can slow it as well. You I can think. slow it as well, okay. yeah. And you can push it back. Um, oh, damn. To whoever was shooting it. Sure. Star Wars, good game. Make, good game. Make a note, uh, 20, 24 minutes of 15, let's say. Cool. Spoilers are over. Mm. But that's but that's basically all. Oh, I played more, more Luigi's Mansion. I, I'm like slowly chipping away. I've got three levels left. Oh, okay. So wow. I'm, I'm pretty close to finishing. I think another two, three hours. Where are you finding done. this time? Because you also stream this week. No, well, I mean, I stream twice a week. It's when what, I, what did you stream this week? Uh, Tuesday was Star Wars and Thursday was Counter Strike. Oh, okay, okay. And then on Tuesday this week, one of my colleagues has picked up League of Legends again. I said, "I'll do a stream with you, oh, League of Legends." Dear God. I won't get hooked. And then Thursday, mm. Dark Souls three. I think I'm gonna finally play it. Mm. Mm. Goodbye. That's a good one. <laughs> Goodbye. That's a goodie. That's a goodie. <laughs> so Luigi's Mansion. It's it's a good time. I'm so, so where when do I play? It's literally before. Oh, do you before play I bed? sleep? It's okay, like cool. Twenty thirty minutes so it's, every evening. It's your yeah. like. Mm. Going, instead of watching an episode it's of TV better. or something oh yeah, yeah no I'm playing Luigi's okay. Mansion okay. it's a good time what's your favorite floor so far I mean I haven't played um, it, so. st- probably still that director one that I mentioned last week where you oh, the form one forms okay. it. I, I, although I did I did get to one yesterday where it's um, you're basically trying to get the, the next level button from three magician ghosts okay and the whole theme of the level is it's all like magic tricks and illusions and stuff so eventually you you look on the map you walk through a door and it teleports you somewhere else and it's mm-hmm. like what and you've got an exclamation mark telling you where you need to go and it's like but how do i get there how do i get there okay. and you end up going through this whole like maze and it messes with your mind yeah. but it's really cool yeah so you, you're finding the three ghosts of dynamo the three ghosts of dynamo <laughs> I, yeah. I'm yeah. convinced now that uh, uh, Luigi's Mansion exists it's, in the world a of control. Idea. It's a prequel um, to control. And the mansion is just the oldest house. It is. Because it's the way it just houses entire beachfronts well, and the, pyramids. Yeah, and the one level was Egyptian theme. There's a whole pyramid in it. I was like, how did this happen? It's the fucking oldest house. I mean, when you go into that Black Rock quarry in the oldest and house, you're like, how, yeah. how is there a mine down here? Down like, here? It's the oldest house. I'm just waiting for Ati to appear. I love how... You just accept that it's the oldest house. Like, of course, there's a man down here. Yeah, of course. Know? It's like I get it, there, and it's like, well, yeah, duh. Of course, like, mm, come on. I mean, when you when you're following Ati to wherever the fuck he is, it's like, how is this? Oh yeah, here? yeah. I don't know. I, I think one of the DLCs is called the Foundation. So you go back. I there. think yeah. <gasps> I'm ready. Well, the the I, I can't wait for the story DLC because it will obviously expand the story. Mm. I mean, the one mm. we have now, the expeditions, that that's mm. cool, but it's. It's just, just hard mode. Gauntlets of like, enemies. Mm, and, yeah, yeah, okay. No. But that's what I've been playing. What yeah. have you been playing? Do tell. Oh, man. Uh, I got super, super back in. Remember last week I mentioned I was busy playing Celeste yeah, again? You were just dabbling with some oh of that Celeste. Oh, my God. I think it wasn't too long after the podcast um, mm. I finished Celeste. Mm. What a... Yo, that ended. Mm. Man, that, that scene with... Um, <sighs> my memory's so yeah. bad. Theo, that's yes. the one. Theo at the fireplace, where you're mm. just talking for a long time, is really good. Like, really, really, yeah, really the good. story beats in that game are really Ooh. good. Yeah, it's and it's and phenomenal. I love how Theo. He's he's there to serve as like a bit of comic relief, but he also he's deep he's, man. He's yeah, he's he's got moments where he says stuff. You're like, damn, like and he's he, got his own issues as mm. well. Like, it yeah, that whole moment was great, and then and then just the the final climb um, where you're confronting. Oh, man, you. 
you're confronting your anxieties. Mm. It's just so well and done. And I love how it takes you. It's almost like a greatest hits of all the levels. Yeah. And it just mixes all the mechanics into this one long level. And it, really cool. it also just like shows you like you get to the end of each stage and you literally could not complete this without the help of... Bad, bad line. Yeah, bad, bad line <laughs> or, or confronting uh, uh, Madeline's own fears. Like mm. It's so baked into the design of yeah. each level. It's... Man, what a game. See, but now, now you've fallen down the same rabbit so, hole. Yeah, like, so, so then I was like, I, I, I collected most of the, the B-side cassettes as I was mm. going because I actually just found them. They were yeah. pretty easy to find. Yeah, there's one or two. I, I, yeah, there was I, like I one that I needed help with. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to see what these B-sides are about. Mm. Um, and man, they that's, are much harder. They that's are, the rabbit hole. They are way harder and way longer than I thought they'd be, but I can't stop playing them. Yeah, that, that's the thing. <clears throat> and I think that, that's why I insisted, like, just try it because you anyone will be put off being like, no, I don't want to play like, mm. a, I've just beat the game and it's hard. I want to, you know, beat my head against the wall even more. But when you play, you just try it. You do one room like, oh, okay, like I manage that more. Mm. Shit, this room is impossible. Let me just try it. And you do it, you, you get past it. You go, oh, okay. Well, let me just try this next one. And you just carry on going until you finish them again it just you're nearly halfway through the b-sides now yeah yeah i <laughs> i played so much celeste last week and it was it yeah it, the b-sides also like tied to the narrative of like oh i can't do this it's like mm. your self-doubt and you and then you try and you try and you try and you go oh i kind of know what it, mm. i need to do now i just need to execute yeah and when you get it done you're like man i overcame something <laughs> difficult you know what i mean but my, my, my <clears> favorite <throat> part though is you send me that video you like uh, what the hell? Like, what is this room? Oh, what man, I do? That one in the end. Fuck. But that—that's no. a lot of rooms. You get there and you're like, what am I even mean, meant to do here? Uh, I, listen, I've used videos once or twice now just to look mm. like people speed running the B sides. It—it it always kind of depresses me because I think I'm—I'm I'm doing like really well. No, until you watch the speedrunners. Oh uh, well, no. Then I load up a video and the room that I'm stuck on is like one minute into their four minute video. Oh uh, yeah. I was like, oh. The B sides are very long, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's it's good. It's mm. the best part of it is going back to normal levels because I'm mopping up all the strawberries. Oh, that's well. so easy. Now. And you just destroy them. Like mm. I remember specific rooms like giving me so much hassle. Now they are trivial. Yeah. Um. Not because you get more abilities in Celeste or anything. It's just like you just your skills game, have skilled yeah. up. Like yeah. Um. You get you get such a feel for the game, and it's you just so good. You, yeah. And it controls very well. Like there's a reason it, uh, it's considered one of the best platformers because they clearly spent a lot of time like mm. perfecting that movement it's incredibly precise mm. yeah it's really i still don't understand how you play with the thumbstick um <laughs> d-pad for life i uh, i just yeah i don't get it but uh yeah the b-sides are good i think i've done the first three mm. and i just finished getting all the strawberries in my least favorite chapter the one at the wind i really mm. despise that chapter that wind chapters are not a good time <laughs> yeah it's not and i'm just I think I've started the B-side on there. Mm. I've done a bit of it and I'm like, this fucking sucks. I hate this. Yeah. Um, but you'll get through it. I'll get through it, yeah. I I mean, I say it's my least favorite, but I just also know like chapter six has got those angry blocks and I remember Ooh, they, they had some weird weird mechanics. There, tied to them. Yeah, there are some on the BNC sides, those blocks are used to solve some puzzles where you're given like this long room hmm. and you have to figure out how to get to the other side of it. And mm. figuring those out is like, hmm, that's half the challenge. Mm. But it's good. It's so good. So yeah, then I've got seasides afterwards. Yeah, um, and like I've told you, the seasides, they, they're harder, but they are much shorter. It's yeah. like two or three rooms. And it's usually just 
stringing together a long sequence of things, which mm. is harder, but it's, I don't know, I almost enjoy the seasides more. Oh, okay, because they're more like blitz. It's, yeah, it's more, oh, yeah. and it's, it's they're much quicker as I well. I do find so. some of the B-sides overstay their welcome. Like, mm, by the end real of some long, of them, yeah. I'm just like, I really just want this to yeah. be done now. Um, Which, yeah. Also, so then I'm collecting the crystal hearts, which thankfully you said just Google just those. Look those up are a guide. so obscure. Mm. Um, so that I can do the chapter you, eight core. You stuff. could probably go do the core now. I think you've probably got enough hearts. Maybe I think you need seven or eight. I, don't know. I just want to collect all of them and then I'll do core mm. and then eventually get to farewell because you you see the the intention was to play farewell mm. and you're like no you need to do all the B and C sides. So I was like oh fuck. <laughs> so I was like I could Google what the story is, but after I finished Celeste, I was like, that's such no, a disservice. Yeah, the, the payoff wouldn't... Yeah, it, it wouldn't it'd, it'd be, be such same. a waste. Yeah. It's like telling someone to... If you're playing Final Fantasy 15, so oh, you want to play the game, just look up the ending. Yeah. You don't, you don't earn it's, that cutscene. Yeah, you don't earn... You, yeah, and, and then it just comes off like, oh, that's a neat thing, but you miss the emotional mm. heft attached to it. it. Yeah. So I'm committed to this now. <gasps> um, but... I say committed is almost, and that sounds like pretty negative, but like I'm having a really good time. Mm. Like it is, it is testing me in a way that I haven't been tested in a platformer before. Uh, I, I'm living vicariously through you because it's, you know, I feel like if we were to put this in a, in a big metaphor, I, I'm, I'm Sully, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm old, I'm beat up, mm -hmm. but you, uh, Nathan Drake, you, Nathan. you've got this athletic ability. I want you to go. Well, actually, that's the wrong game because Sully's like, don't do two mounting because he's old and <laughs> But if Sully were to be like, hey, I want this adventure, but I can't do it, you do it on my behalf. Yeah. So I've done all the BNC sides, but watching you play through them, I'm like, yes, yes, go, go get through them. Enjoy it's it. your, it's, yeah, it's, it's actually quite cool, like messaging you going, oh, I finished this part, or like, man, this part is really fucking bad, and you're like giving me advice as I go. Yeah, it's like no. really fun. Oh, um, that one room you sent me, I was halfway. I, I went and I grabbed my switch. I found the error. I was like, oh, yeah, you just need to do this. I, even, I sent you a screenshot. I'm like, okay, you've got a boost here. But you're like, ah, oh, I just did it. Yeah. Well, eventually, like, I looked at it and I was like, I think I know what it wants me to do, mm. but there's no way I can do that. <laughs> I was but then you like, did it. I don't fucking know how to execute that. Like, I feel like I chip away at rooms, like, I do the beginning and die and die and die. And eventually... I just get so good at that beginning part. Mm. It's like I'm getting past that and then I'm dying at the next. Yeah, but that that's often how the rooms <clears throat> go. And you'll see that on seasides especially, those longer mm. sequences. It'll be like you die, you die, you die. You figure out that first part. Mm. You, die, you do the first part, you die, you die, you die. And then you, you end up stringing together. And by the time you finish it, you're amazed at like the, the first 90% of the level, you're doing so seamlessly now, almost like effortlessly because you've, the muscle memories that you've just learned how mm. to do it so there, there's some instances where it's like i've done the first 20 percent of a room so many times and so perfectly and when i finally get past it the adrenaline kicks in so much that i just finished the room because my reflexes <laughs> like, are just Whoa. like on 200 i'm just like oh, oh, I can't IQ. I can't. yeah it's it's great yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a no, great you, fucking you, game you i've also learned how to use those uh, clouds Pretty no well. Clowns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because those used to piss me right off because I couldn't get the timing right. Um, now, <laughs> now you know. Easy, you have to days. use uh, the timing really good. And I'm yeah. also learning new things. Like, I didn't know that you could wall bounce. Uh, oh, that it doesn't stamina. use stamina, yeah. Like, if you don't know that, it doesn't really teach you, but it puts you into scenarios where you have to do that. Like, there's so no other way. when wall bounce, you mean jumping like left, yeah. left and right? Where yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't, where it doesn't stamina. take stamina, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can even do it when your stamina is, when you're flashing, mm. you can kind of you pull can do off it, a few, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I also didn't realize, I think, through the main game that bouncing on a spring replenishes your... Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. There's a lot. Um, I mean, a lot, even like going to those weird... Um, you the know, black portal. The black portal. Yeah, like that also your replenishes your dash. There's a lot, of, lot of little tricks that they don't tell you, but you figure out. I did do that crystal heart where you have to jump between screens. Oh, so it's interesting, Every time you yeah. enter a new area, your dash is replenished. But yeah. I'd, I'd never have figured that out. I would never figure but that out. But someone is yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm going to go straight up into the sky. Yeah, I'm just going to dash heart. between screens. Oh, my and God. Yeah, that, but, that feels like breaking the game. I mean, game I've told you, I think it's core... So eight, the seaside's call. They teach you something that it's literally the last level. Like, oh, by the way, this is he has he has this move, and you have to use it to beat that level. But so it's you, not a new ability. It's just something you never put together. It's just a together. new move. That okay. yeah, it's like I think you, like maybe some people would figure it out, but it's not obvious mm. that you could do that. It's like oh oh okay, like shit. Imagine having this at the beginning of the game. Oh really? I like I think a lot of speedrunners use that move specifically to get through. Um, levels quickly through levels way quickly but it's not obvious and huh. they teach it you like right at the end of the game it's like wow okay <laughs> thanks thanks Matt, Matt Austin well yeah. it's like the um, the the final chapter you've suddenly got two dashes mm. and it, it took me a while to kind of adjust to that because it completely changed the way I thought about mm. how I uh, could get to places yeah. you know and then and then it fucked me up when I came back to a b-side and suddenly <laughs> only had one dash I was like oh, oh. wait till you get to call there's no dash Mm. I hate everything. Yeah, and do you know that I only learned this week? So, um, oh yeah, there's no dash because the mountains like super weird there. Mm. Yes, I do remember. So, yeah. but I, I learned this. I was on the Celeste subreddit, and someone's like, "Oh, funny, got the like the twenty second strawberry on the first level." And I was like, "Wait, so when you finish the game, entirely you get a golden strawberry okay. at the beginning of each level, which means in order to like get it, you have to play the whole level without dying." Oh fuck off. Okay, so that's like. Imagine playing any of the, like the hotel without dying once, okay? Nope. So that's what, how the golden berries work. But then there's another berry on the first level where you have to do the whole thing without using boost. No. Nope. So I'm like, how do And do, do all you... the levels without boost? No, no, just, I think it's just the first one. Okay, yeah. And I think it's something of like, there are tricks in that you have to be precise. You can jump, obviously, but you can't boost. And there are ways to get through some of those rooms. And I'm like, uh, how? How is it possible? I'm just thinking so about the hotel without dying and it like, makes no. me want to turn the switch at a wall. Because um, there are wall. so many cheap deaths and that like yeah. the, the the chase with uh, Oshiro. Mm. Uh, no, I don't, I don't want to think well, when, about Well, when that. you finish the game, go watch. A, a speed run, Speedrunners do it in under 30 minutes and it's insane you, to you watch. You finished it again in like an hour and a half, didn't you? Uh, yeah, the, so I played it again. I don't know, I just had a, an urge to play it. I did it in two hours. Damn. Um, and then I played it again and finished an hour and a half. I mean, and there's there's plenty room for me to improve, but I'm not. I'm nowhere. Definitely not going to do it in half Become an hour because do it. no, no. Become South Africa's those, only select speedrunner. <laughs> those speedrunners, like the amount of time investment you have to put into perfect that is, do I'm it, like, man, no, do it. No. Just stop CS:GO and I, play I just, competitive Celeste. I, I just find that I found it the idea very romantic. I found it romantic. Very, yes. I, mm. No, I do think it's. Very romantic to think that I, I'd like to finish a game in under an hour. Mm. Like, that's a mm. goal I'd like to do. But half an hour? No. Mm. Definitely mm. not. So, we'll see. Celeste is good. Celeste is a good time. Uh, also been playing uh, Frostpunk again. <gasps> Living in uh, 2018, yeah. Sure. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, this is uh, the expansion or DLC. Yeah, so... Why do they label it? 
they call it the last autumn. They call it an expansion. It's oh, part okay. of their season pass. So their season pass, they've been adding like scenarios because the the first that's, the base game was like a scenario. That's hilarious because it's literally a season pass. Yeah, season <laughs> pass in this winter. <laughs> this yes. is the autumn one. You're gonna get the <laughs> spring one and the summer. Oh, fuck, I hope not. <laughs> um, but this is like build as their most uh, expansive scenario yet, mm. and like 100 percent it is. So it, it takes place before the main game. Um, the autumn before the big winter that comes. Yeah, if, if you don't know, in Frostpunk, the, the whole premise of the game is that there's a big winter coming or has a big it, winter It's hit. there. It's like now, like, humanity scattered it's, and you've got to survive. It's like f- freezing cold conditions mm. and you... What? You basically Something? build your city around a big generator, generator that to like kind of, like, survive. survive. Yeah. Yeah. So now this is, I guess, a prequel. We said, like, yes. uh, it's, it's autumn. Yeah, so it's winter. autumn and you are sent to one of these, like, seaside towns to uh, build... Uh, the generator that would eventually, mm. you know, become one for the winter. So, you, oh, so it's the actual one from the main game that you're building. Well, yeah, there's multiple sites. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so instead of having to, well, okay, so you don't contend with the cold, at least not at the beginning. Um, so you don't worry about that. What you do have to worry about now is you have to worry about your workers' discontent uh, and their motivation. So depending on how high or how low your motivation is, your work uh, efficiency is affected. And discontent can affect things like uh, strikes in the workplace. Oh. Um, things like workplace safety um, and discontent and like work hours and stuff mm. all contribute to strikes. And strikes, like to resolve strikes, you have to like bargain with your, your workers or give them something or, you know, it becomes mm. a real problem. Um just like real life. And then on top of that, you, you're stuck to these deadlines. Like you have to, you've got four phases of building this generator and each phase is a milestone mm. and you've got a time limit. Like you have to finish for the first milestone by X, you know, Day, whatever, whatever. But otherwise you get fired and then you have to restart <laughs> again, which seems like a really weird thing. Like you're fighting for the survival of humanity, like getting fired doesn't seem like yeah, a productive I think in thing. the original Frostpunk, the way that contextualized it almost made a bit more sense. Like you, you not going to save humanity the way you're running this place yes. like we're throwing you out we're Where's throwing you they, they either throw you out of the camp or they tie you to the generator and let you burn which is which is interesting horrific. yeah <laughs> pretty pretty horrific um so this one you've got a whole new you've got a new book of laws a lot of them or some of them are uh repeats of laws mm. you know but if you played the original frostpunk you know that it eventually diverges into like you can go into an authoritarian uh, mm. type of regime or a more like religious-based one. Mm. This one, it's like you side with the workers mm. or you side with the scientists. Uh, and they, okay. depending on, on how you do it, like you can go into a more like um, socialist type of like law thing mm. or one that's more authoritarian yeah. again. Um, and that brings its own implications. Like uh, I tried to side with the workers at first and it gave me an incredibly good working force and a lot of people to work mm. with but it also meant that they started getting they started interfering with like they wanted to make uh, like put through laws that didn't make any sense <laughs> their ideas just didn't make sense like we um, need scientists for this yeah and and that was that was the run where i didn't realize i had time limits on the the milestone uh, so i okay. got fired like pretty quickly <laughs> um so then i tried to uh side with the scientists and they were interesting because they were like, they wanted to be treated better than everyone else. I was like, fuck you. Um, yeah. But they allowed me to institute a lot of like security things. Uh, okay. So I could install security barracks around to make sure people were working and kind of like force them to. And then 
Well, it sounds awfully authoritarian to me. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and then I could, instead of shipping in workers, because so, so here you've got like a harbor. So every now and then you can order like uh, workers or scientists or resources from, <laughs> from mainland London. And from come, Amazon. Yeah, from Amazon. <laughs> and it comes to you via ship because you actually don't have many resources mm. around you. You've got to build a dock and harbors and you've got to specify what resources you need. Mm. It, it changes the whole dynamic of how you gather resources and you've got to think about I'm prioritizing this. I got to stockpile. You're planning this. ahead, yeah, because yeah. eventually the supplies stop. No, because the because eventually the cold comes back and mm. the waters freeze. So you got to like when that happens, you're stuck for ten days with no resources. So if you haven't stockpiled things like like me, I ran out of food <gasps> and I ran and you can actually end up in a state where you can't complete the game. Like oh if boy. you don't have enough steel, you can't Finish construct the things yeah. that you need for the generator, oh. stuff like that. Um, but so basically, I was shipping in. Uh, workers and they all come with a cost like workers cost like two points or whatever and engineers <laughs> cost four and eventually I was like okay and then eventually I was allowed to ship in convicts who cost Ooh. only one unit I was like who hmm. I have a workforce now of convicts but mm. I have to build like a, a, a penal um, uh, house for them so that they don't escape during the night and I've yeah. got to hire now more engineers to act as their guards. Yeah. But then I could also, I signed into law this ability, which is like any building that is only um, worked on by convicts, I can I can like double their efficiency because sure. I can just force just them to Just crack work. the whip. Yeah. And honestly, that fucking saved me <laughs> at the end because I, I had so many convicts and my people were dying because the winter had come. I hadn't thought ahead adequately for the heat so i'd run out of coal mm. i ran out of raw food so i had starving people and every single day i was just people dying like i had like 400 workers i was down to like 200 very quickly mm. and it was just me cracking the whip on these convicts that got the generator you, done with a day to spare you think it was the the winter killing all your people it was actually the convicts yeah. being mad going out murdering everyone. oh uh, that that definitely happened <gasps> there, there was one point where it's like so one of the convicts uh, who was a convicted murderer has murdered one of our workers. What should we do with him? I'm like, let him work. <laughs> I, I don't have fucking time for your fucking nonsense. Humanity's on the line. 11-bit studios, the, the, the developers of this, they made this war of mine. Like the original Frostbank get hard decisions. This one is just the same. Dex level. It's like you can think of something so small that has an impact so far down the line. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It. Like at the beginning of my run, there was um, one instance where a letter came and it was from mainland Liverpool. And it was like, oh, <laughs> Liverpool. Th- this man's daughter is dying. Should we let him go home to uh, to see her? And I was like, yeah, okay. At the mm. time, I didn't care. And it was only like two hours later where I got Damn. a message saying, we got a letter from that man. His daughter passed away, but it's given your people hope that you allowed him to go see. Oh, okay. And it's so like raised motivation. A- I was like, oh my Ooh, God, that's that, so cool. Yeah. And then, like, there was a, a much darker instance where uh, one of my citizens was like, hey, these guards you employed are cool, but they keep stopping me. They don't stop ugly-looking women and men, but they keep stopping me because uh, I'm pretty. Great and I'm like, so hmm. I didn't listen to her. And then, like, later on, I get this message like, oh, she killed herself because she was being molested oh, by the guards. Shit. And I was like, Jeez, oh, like- my God. It, it makes you feel fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, But in a way where it's like, the whole game is you just spinning all these plates and sticks and you've just got to decide which are the <laughs> which most plates important. Are more important. Yeah, yeah, which plates you can't break. And by the end of it, like 
I lost a fourth of my workforce, but I got the generator done. You got and the we job left. done. That's all that matters. And then the game just like gut punches me. It's like, let's see how efficient your generator is because there's like optional upgrades mm. you can do on the way. And it's like, poor. And I was like, oh, fuck's oh. sake. Um, but that was the end of the scenario. So I can now play it again. Yeah. I played it on normal, which even in the review guide, they're like, listen, this is the hardest scenario we've designed. So uh, sure. don't feel bad putting it down to easy. So mm. I felt pretty good that you finish it I normal. finished it on normal, mm. but it really pushed me. It was damn. It was good. It, I it's liked, a good time. I've, I love I've got Frostpunk. I've watched Lenska play it. I've never played it it's, myself. Oh yeah, she did play it. I remember mm. her saying it was good. She enjoyed yeah. it, yeah. It's, um, well, we're, and now this expansion. So I haven't been keeping up with the expansion, but there's like two scenarios that came out before this. So oh, now yeah. this is the third one and they've added an endless mode. So they've added a oh, lot of content. Shit. Um, Endless Winter does not sound fun. Oh, no, not at all. But, like, I now want to go back and play the other scenarios because, like, I, I, it's the bug is bitten me again. This game Mm. is really good. Um, Mm. It's cool because I can play like two hours and either have a shit run or save in the middle of a run. Or, well, no, just save in the middle Mm. of a run and come back to it. And it's, it's It's a good time. It's good. Damn. Yeah. And the music's good. And you don't need, like, the UI is so simple that I'm just using my mouse most of the time. Mm. Um, so I'll, it's chilled I'll, it's chilled but not chilled <laughs> very chilled but man when that music kicks in when people are just dying and every time someone dies you hear this like gong and it's like oh like, no. just, it, it's just ringing in my ears it's, yeah <laughs> Maybe next time you hear a gong PTSD like no yeah. my people <laughs> I put, I put, I I put the game speed on fast forward and I just see I just see gong. the number of my people just like just well, dying it's funny because I think Lenska listens to this. I mean this is probably when it first started podcasting like long ago mm. um, she heard that episode she's like damn that Frostpunk game sounds fun and I was like this sounds like the opposite of the sort of game I'd recommend to her yeah. like, it sounds stressful it is quite but she played it and she loved it she was yeah. like no I, was, I wasn't stressed at all I, was like, I, oh, okay. I think what I like about it is that it's got these city builder elements that I like but it streamlines them in the way because it's like this isn't about building a pretty city mm, or building it's an efficient city. Done, yeah. It's getting it done. But at the same time, if you build without really thinking about it, you can really mm. screw yourself. Um, yeah. So it's like survival sim city, and I I'm there for it. It's yeah. very good. Survival yeah. sim city. Damn. Frostpunk's a good game. You should buy it. It's on uh, Xbox Game Pass. On <gasps> Darren, oh, Darren's played it on console, and he says it actually works really well. Intuitively yeah, I mean, I've I've looked. It's not really about um, no, not like some city level where you've got. A, a thousand by a thousand tiles space to work no. with. It's like things snap into place. Mm. You've got uh, yeah, it works tiles. in that concentric circle. Yeah. And it's also like the game is more about the overwhelming. Like it was a bit. It actually actually wasn't. When I came back to the expansion, I was like, man, I got to probably replay the first scenario again to understand Get the tutorial. It, yeah. And the first like half an hour, I was like, oh god, I got, I don't remember. Don't remember yeah. But man, then I was in. Like mm. the UI is so. Um, intuitive mm. and it gives you the information you need when you need it it's you know yeah. it's pretty it's a, easy to it's a good game. time it's a good time yeah oh. uh should we get to game releases game release a dime a dozen these days the <laughs> yeah by the minutes more on that later but i don't know if anything's coming really until like feb or march yeah, well i mean well, i'll say that yeah, uh, obviously yeah. games are releasing but i'm talking about the big the big hits we expect. I think the the big one that for this week that just passed was uh, Dragon Ball Z. Okay, okay, and ca- actually, carrot cake. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z carrot cake. Mm. Um, it's actually getting much better reviews than I expected. Oh well, well, like like pretty good, like eights and some nines I've seen. Like, damn, I'm like, huh? Hmm. Did not think that would happen, but yeah. okay. Uh, we're looking at game releases from the 18th to the 24th 
of January. Um, so on the 21st, we've got Mega Man Zero dash ZX Legacy Collection, PC, on PS4, everything. Xbox One, Switch. Um, oh, we've got Temtem in early access. That's the uh, Pokemon clone. Pokemon MMO. Yeah, I've. Uh, oh, is it an MMO? It's an MMO. Yeah. Mm. So I I listen to Gamespot's podcast, who is um, hosted by Jake Decker. And uh, my reviews editor there, Kelly Plaguey, and they both super big into Pokemon, mm. and they chatted about Temtem, and I really want to try Temtem. They like it. Yeah, it sounds like there's stuff in here that Pokemon could learn from. Mm, um, interesting. So yeah, that's out on early access and PC on January twenty first. Nox. Kingdom oh Hearts three Remind <laughs> DLC. Can we just uh, point out that Remind is split into two? It's yeah, re- why? Mind. Remind. Re-mind. 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 No, no. Like bad but itself. It, but it's probably to emphasize the mind. To remind Power of you, love. No, to I remind don't know. you how dumb their naming conventions are. <laughs> the naming conventions are awful. So that's out on PS4 and Xbox One January 23rd or 25th. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Please help me say this. Utawerunmono. Looks like there's two versions. So there's Mask of Truth and Mask of Deception. Yeah, both mm. out on the same day, both out on PC. But U T A W A R E R U M O N O. That is a mess of vowels, and I. No. Oh, it's U U T aware. U U T aware mono. U T aware mono. I don't know. Whatever. That's coming out January twenty third. And then the last one for this week: Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition coming to. PS4, Switch, Android, and iOS. Damn. I played Your Crystal Xbox Chronicles. In there. <laughs> like, I played this game on DS. I enjoyed it. It's like a... You know, Final Fantasy is... Is it a spin-off so many, There's so many like spin-offs and just na- games with the, the brand attached to it. Okay. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. But I don't know how it holds up because it, it kind of relied on the DS a lot because obviously it had the touchscreen. So mm-hmm. I don't know how it'll translate to... I mean, iOS and uh, Android, yes, but I don't know about the other... I feel like the plan. same... Although Switch as well. Switch has got a touchscreen, so... Yeah, but it's like it's like when uh, The World Ends With You came out on Switch mm. and it was on DS. It's like having that second screen was so integral mm. and it just didn't feel right on Switch. Yeah. So even that though it's a fucking good. great game. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. You want to get to news? News? News is easy. Delays. Delays for days. So many delays. Uh, let's just talk through some of them. So, uh, well, the first one that got delayed was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yes, but that was just to April, wasn't it? Just to April, just a month. Yeah, just a month, a month delay. But that kind of kicked off the season, the season, season of, of delays. delays. So uh, yeah, um, Final Fantasy VII is coming out like beginning of April now. Initially, it was. Seven days removed from Cyberpunk 2077 on April mm. 16th. Uh, so that would mean Final Fantasy is out on the 9th. Um, but well, now... That, sorry, that delay it meant that Final, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake and Cyberpunk were all coming, coming out within, within two, two weeks, weeks of each yeah. other, which Jesus is Christ. just insane. Uh, but then uh, literally the day after, City uh, Project Red basically said, yeah, Cyberpunk is delayed. I... Th- I think there's real no, sh- there's no real shock there. I, no, no, I, I kind of expected that to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. W- when we saw that the first gameplay of that game and they showed that city, that sprawling city, mm. it was like, this game looks. There's just so much happening in it. I don't know. I mean, we didn't even have a release date then, but it was like this game's still far away. Yeah, 
What, um, well, what was curious is when I first saw it at E3, the very first time they showed of gameplay behind closed doors was E3 2018. Mm. And I walked out of there going, man, this game looks so much further far along than I think you it thought is. It would be, yeah. And this just shows like how, how fucking polished vertical slices can be mm. because the whole game is probably not like that. Yeah. So by the time Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, it would have been over one, two, two and a half years. Mm. Since I said, oh, this looks almost done. Yeah. Like, but I mean, they, they had a whole press release that it came so, out. And so said, basically, it's out September 17th. Yeah. The game is 100% playable from, from beginning Start to, to finish, end. Yeah. Um, but they've said that they just want to add a, le- a whole lot of polish to... Uh, what, the, what I liked is that they said they want this to be like the, the crowning achievements of this For generation gen, of gaming. Yeah. And look, people... People are upset about it, but The Witcher Three was also delayed, and you yeah. know what? delays are never a bad thing. Like you should you should start getting worried about delays when a game looks incomplete, and you know it's shipping on a certain date, and it's being delayed because they need to still finish the game, or, or it just keeps getting delayed with no real updates. Yeah. yeah, this is like no, the, the game's done. We just want to polish it, and that's absolutely fine. But at the same time, now CD Projekt Red is kind of under fire because um, the delay was announced just prior to like a financial call, oh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh boy. And in that call, uh, journalists ask questions like, does this delay mean that developers will, you know, go uh, from crunch yeah. and just extend the crunch? And essentially, Cedar Project Red said yes. Um, they said that in, 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 in more polite words, that longer hours will be expected of employees <laughs> and whatever. And this is the, the counterpoint to like, delays are never bad. It's like, delays are never bad for the game as an end result, but often yes. it means oh, no, just extending of... a period of crunch that already mm. existed. So, so you know, that, that, oh, up, man, that, it's that, a, it's a... that upsets me because when I think of a game being delayed, it's more like, I know there's crunch in this industry and like there's almost no escaping it. Mm. But the back of my mind, I, I thought like, shit, okay, they're delaying from April to September. That's like an extra, what, like five months. Mm. I'm like, well, that at least gives breathing room to the developers. But it looks like, like, no, no, they're going to just keep crunching for the next five months. I think, so I don't know. I think crunch, like, there needs to be far more nuanced conversations about crunch because like, I don't think there will ever be a studio that can survive without crunch. Mm. But I also know that there are complete diminishing returns when it comes to that. Like eventually you are just forcing people to work and their productivity is so low that you'd it's you'd benefit from sending them home, getting them, you know, good nice rest, yeah. whatever. But at the same time, crunch can be managed. Mm. Like <clears throat> I work in the software development industry and I, I've seen firsthand that there can be instances where yes, you're crunched for a week or two. You know, but then you are given lax uh, working hours the two weeks after that yeah. or whatever. The problem with the games industry is that you get these things that are commonly known as like death marches where it's not two weeks of crunch. It's like Oof, it a is, year of crunch. Yeah, it's luck. And it's forever. just unrelenting. Mm. Um, and I, I remember, um, was it Neil Druckmann who they, they finished The Last of Us, which was a pretty intense project for Naughty Dog who have their own issues with, with crunch mm. as well. Um, and then went straight into Uncharted 4. And it was like Shit. going from one crunch to the next. To yeah. the next. And if I'm not mistaken, that's part of why Bruce Straley left. He was mm. just like, I can't do this. What, um, with things like that, I almost think that when a game's finished, you almost need to give... Like, I know it can't really work like this, but you almost want to close a shooter for like a month mm. or two or three. You know, have 
skeleton staff or patches and you know general updates but damn to like just move on straight to the next project is ridiculous but i mean and 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 the, the the sad part is that you know a lot of studios run off the work you know, okay i don't know how this applies to cd project red because they're in the the eu but i know a lot of american studios they work of contractors yeah. so like when a project is finished and you know the studio's busy spinning a pre-production on another one they don't need the animators mm. there. they don't need them for there for six months doing nothing so you come out of this period of crunch and then you don't have a job yeah and it's, it's like it's like from the stress of being overworked to the stress of now I need to find another job. Mm. And like, you know, when you get into a new job, you need to hit the ground running. It's like, yeah. it's hard. Like, mm. and, and the problem is, it's not like, well, oh, if they, don't like, if they don't like it, they can find another industry. It's like, with that attitude, we are losing people who could potentially be making some of, you know, the best genre defining games out there mm, purely through burning. Yeah. And it's like something needs to change in the industry to make it more sustainable so that the people that are there that are good now stay there. Because mm. the average lifespan of, of oh, lifespan sounds horrible, but <laughs> the average span of a game dev staying within the games industry is like less than five years. It's yeah. nothing. It's, it's it's not on. Zero. Yeah. So um like we had Needlin on a few weeks ago and he's been at Naughty Dog for a while because he's part of a team where between projects they get to work on new tools they're working for the on, yeah they're, they're, he's got a very interesting position that he's he's just creating tools and stuff yeah so which, he, he he never has no work to do yeah. yeah and and i've spoken to him uh before about about crunch and his thoughts on it because naughty dog's been in the news for intense crunch and he has a different view on it than me he he says you know um there definitely is crunch and it sucks from my conversations with him, it sounds like Naughty Dog manages it well mm. because they they go through periods of crunch and then they understand that people need downtime afterwards. Yeah. So he doesn't have the same negative you know, view on it that I do. And I think that's because the management in Naughty Dog deals mm. with it correctly. And I think that's where the nuance is lost in the conversation is like people go, crunch is bad, but they're not mm. looking at how a studio is managing crunch because it's unavoidable. Yeah. Like it is completely unavoidable. Well, as much as people say it isn't, it is unavoidable. But there are ways to mitigate its effects. Mm. Like, I mean, even to put that into context, we had Neilan here over December. The last of us two is coming out in May. May. You'd imagine they're mm-hmm. under crunch now, but he said, no, the studio is basically closed for like yeah, a week they're closed. They're closed at the December, festive period. Yeah, which some studios wouldn't do that. They're like, no, no, the game's out in four or five months. We mm. have to get through this. You know, so I don't know. But then again, like I do think it depends. Like you do get the crunch where people are will burn out and they'll won't be motivated to work. But how do you make it that, or how do you create an environment that people crunch but they happy to be there because mm-hmm. they want to see their hard work come to life? Like yeah. even in in uh, my industry, like I'm grateful that the the team I work on now there's very, like absolutely no crunch or very little overtime, but. I know there are people that work in, in agencies that like just work forever, like constantly crunching because they like work on campaigns or whatever. Mm, and mm. some people love it because they, they just want to win awards and like mm. be noticed and that sort of thing. And other people are just like, well, this is shit, but I've got nothing better to do. So but I don't know. It's, it, a, it, it's such a tricky thing because then it's like, then it's almost like, oh, if I don't crunch as hard as that guy, it's going to look worse yeah, than me. It's a, and, it's, and then some studios capitalize on that they go mm. oh this guy's working 
50 nowadays, he's more passionate, clearly. So we're going to keep well, him in fire. It's not you. even from the studio itself, the community as well. People are like, well, yeah. if this person want to crunch for um, CD Projekt Red, well, then like I would happily take the mm. position. Mm. So, like, mm, and, yeah. you know, I mean, sure, you want to make something great. Mm. Great games require a lot of uh, sacrifice, sacrifice in a way. Yeah. But at the same time, people, as humans, we can often push ourselves to limits that are dangerous to ourselves. Mm. So people can crunch for two months because they're super passionate and completely mm. burn out burn and out, like yeah. cause irreparable damage mm. to like mental health, physical health even. Yeah. Um, so that, I, I mean, like I said, I think it's unavoidable, but I think studios, I think the problem now managed, is studios yeah. don't manage it correctly. I mean, there was that fucking line yesterday where oh. Crystal Dynamics was like, <laughs> holding raffles for people to win prizes based on how much overtime they Overtime they Fuck right off. That's, what yeah. the hell? I don't know. Like, I think, what dystopian nonsense is I that? I think that's that's a way of them. They're trying to manage the crunch, but it's like a very distasteful Jesus, way of managing I, it. I, I could not believe that I was reading that. But, mm. So there are ways to mitigate it. And, and in America, the big thing is like, oh, just we need unions to protect workers. Mm. And I think... That is the difference between studios in America and studios in, like, maybe Poland, CD mm. Projekt Red, where the EU has very different rules concerning yeah. that. So, I I think, yeah, I just think the problem is when these come up, it's always a, it's it's presented as a black and white argument, like, crunch is bad, there should be no crunch. Mm. But there needs to be far more is, realistic yeah. and nuanced conversations about the realities of the work, but how it can be managed mm. far, far better. Goddamn. Um, so yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk got Cyberpunk delayed. delayed uh, Still did, excited for the game. Oh yeah, but, super yeah. excited for the game. I just hope that you know when I you know when I play it, I don't read stories about yeah developers who are completely burnt out and and had like long lasting damage to them just for this piece of like video game. Yeah. Like video games are not that important that it destroys no, people's lives. Definitely not. Um, Avengers also got delayed to September, so rip Avengers. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Can can you imagine being Crystal Dynamics? Man. You delay to September, like it's it's open season, like the next consoles mm. are coming, but like there's no big releases slated for that time of the year. And then, arguably, the biggest release this year, yeah, like twelve like, hours later, we delayed to September two. You're like, uh, and then what? on top of it, it's like, <laughs> oh, we got delayed to September. Cyberpunk's there, okay, but Cyberpunk's taking some some flack from media because of work practices. Oh, they found out we hold raffles here. Yeah, it's like oh, just shit, not been yeah. a great week for Crystal Dynamics. No. Yeah, um, I know that. I'm so worried about that game. I do not think that game's going to do well, mm. and I worry for it. I worry for a game that is billed as a live service game coming out two months before new consoles. Mm. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, that was that was another thing with Cyberpunk. Um, a lot of people were like, well, now I'm just going to wait to play it on new consoles. So, I mean, we don't know the plans for the new consoles. They could be backwards compatible, which mm. I think this is how it's going to go because CD Projekt Red said they currently have no... Well, they have plans to bring it to new consoles, but they're they not have, working on it. At no, the not yet, yeah. Um, so, I, my assumption is that new consoles come out. You can play Cyberpunk on the new consoles mm. and maybe just like Xbox does with they're backwards compat mm. you get like a bit of a resolution boost or yeah. a frame rate boost or whatever so hmm. we'll see um yeah a lot of a lot of the other news like, like kind yeah. of like pales in comparison to that uh we got a new trailer for nemesis uh which or resident evil 3 nemesis looks real good <gasps> looks really freaking good um 
<laughs> the Epic Games Store made a ton of money despite uh, online boycotts that obviously never work. It made uh, $680 million. million dollars, yeah, which I think around like 60% of that was from third parties because a lot of it is Fortnite, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of people kick to point out like, doesn't this mean they're operating a loss? And maybe yes, maybe no, but like this is the most competition Steam has had forever. So, of course, the company will need to invest a lot of money, make take a hit mm. here and there to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this was the other one. Sony is out of E3 again. They decided to... This kind of surprised me because I thought, I thought for sure, new hardware, cool, they're coming back to E3 and they're like, nah. I don't know. I think it's it's clever because now... Like, I'm just as shocked, like, damn, like, E3 is going to... I'm assuming Microsoft and all the other people still be Microsoft there. said they'll be there. But oh, again, yeah. Microsoft saying they'll be there is very different because, like, they own the theater across the road and they aren't in the LACC. They're just yeah. like, yeah, we're going to be in LA that week. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a thing of, well, now whenever Sony do decide to reveal the console and have, like, whatever, maybe they'll have press events, X, Y, Z, they're going to get 100% of the attention. Mm. It's no longer... Like in the past, it was, here's the Xbox One and the PS4. And then news headlines that day, sort of splitting readership, whatever, across however many articles. Now it's like, E3 is its own thing. It's going to be the Xbox and a whole lot of other game announcements. Mm -hmm. And PlayStation have their own events, the side that's going to have all their shit. So, I don't know. I I think it's... I'm super curious about this. Yeah, like, like, well, what's going to happen? I don't know. But I do think... PlayStation aren't going to lose by having their own separate thing. No, no. I definitely don't think this is like, oh, fuck, they're in trouble. I just think... It was surprising to me because I thought this would be like, hey, we're returning to E3 with new hardware. It would be like a big, big deal. Mm. And, it, you know, I think conversely, it would make news as well. It's like, oh, they, they missed out last year. And they skipped last year because, quite honestly, it made sense. They had like, no games. Really. They were like, well, got games. we've got these four games that you've seen already that mm. the year prior already, our yeah, whole conference was, was just these fucking these four games. <laughs> like, we're not going to waste your time with this. Yeah. Um, and I think it worked in their favor because last year's E3 was seen as pretty dull. Mm. Um, micro, you know, everyone expected Microsoft to come in and be like, "Cool, Sony's not here. We're going to take out the big guns," and they really did not deliver on that. Mm. So, um, yeah, the thing that bugs me about this is like, it would have been cool if they were like, "We're not coming to E3, but hey, we're hosting an event in March or mm. May." They just haven't said anything. Yeah, I'm, which but is just but eh. they will though. Oh no, they will. They, so. and I think. Whatever event they host um, will be before E3. Mm. I think there's not a chance in the world no they E3. wait till after June, you know, to announce a console that will then come out in the next four months. There's no chance. I thought they're going to be funny though because they could be like, yes, Microsoft are doing this. Well, we're going to wait and then we're going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's part of the reason I'm disappointed because I kind of miss the, the, the back and the, forth. The, yeah, yeah, the back and forth at E3. Like, Still one of the most memorable moments at E3 was like Microsoft in the morning, Sony in the evening mm. of the beginning of this gen. And it was Sony just, were just like fucking jabbing, crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> literally just jabbing. Um, but I also think this gives Microsoft a second shot at like mm. really stealing the show. God, I hope so. Um, and I think Microsoft not only learned throughout this gen, but they learned from last year and this year they're going to... I think they've, they've really been holding out on like... Not holding out, but mm. like you said, they've learned the lessons and that they... This is the year where, the, I mean, this is what we thought would happen last year, but I mm. sincerely hope this year, now that we've got all the studios under their belt, they've got the services in place, they've shown their console that they come out and they really like this I, next gen is... I already feel like there's this aura around Microsoft where people are like, huh, they are doing good things. Mm. Like, 
like they revealed the console at the game awards and it was like you know oh that looks stupid blah 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 but that has died down completely mm. i'm not seeing anyone talking about the design anymore no what i'm seeing now is people going this thing is probably going to be more powerful than the new playstation yeah and now people are just concerned about cost yeah but like the concern, the concern isn't like, will this console be good? It's just like, will I be able to afford it? Which mm. is a good position for Microsoft yeah. to be in. Um, it, I love, I love hardware. I love <gasps> new hardware. I can't wait. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, E3 is going to be more so. This just means E3 is really losing relevance. Um, yeah. More than any, the big loser here is E3 itself because That's man, sad. it really is. It felt empty last year, and no, I think it's, it's just going to get worse. Empty, yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that a, a major console manufacturer doesn't feel the need to go to E3 during a new console launch is it's, telling. Yeah. Oh, like, that that is telling to me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, mm. Doom got a new trailer, Doom Eternal, because that's so out good. in March still. Damn, how Man. many Dawson faces did Darren, uh, Darren loves Photoshop on? With, with, uh, <laughs> with delays, that's his, that's his go-to. Uh, that new Doom trailer fucking that's did good. it for me. It's so good. <laughs> it's... Uh, that's I cannot wait for that year. game. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> so many... Oh. Speedrunners are playing... That uh, is Ringford. insane. Yeah. They're finishing the Ringfit Adventure in like 18 hours, but that's 18 that hours That calculation like, makes no sense. So they're like... The one calculation is like they're burning 40,000 calories. I'm like, no, that's not possible. You, you'd yeah. be dead. You'll I'm die. sorry. Yeah. Like, I think about a 21k run and I've burned 2,000. Now I need to do that 20 times. Not a no. fucking chance. No, 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 no. You'll be dead. Like, that just doesn't work. You'll be a corpse. Is it? I don't know if there's any other news. This yeah, week. I think that's about it. Yeah, okay. I'm calling it. I'm calling You're it. calling it. Yeah, I'm calling okay. it. Okay. So, this means we are... Uh, we are in questions. We are in questions. Um, If you want to send us questions, you can at... Oh, did we talk about this? The Nerf- Oh, no, we did talk because it came out, it came out uh, like, as we recorded last week. Um, You can email us at email us at checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com you can also find us on all the social platforms instagram checkpoint chat twitter checkpoint chat facebook.com slash checkpoint chat send us questions everywhere i think we got mails while we were recording oh we got one from megs i only see one from him okay resend the last checkpoint chat of the 2010s question one hmm do you guys listen to podcasts at high speed, 1, 1.52, et cetera, oh, or no, slow speed, no. and why? No, normal speed. No, I don't. And I, it's, this is something I only became aware of, I think, towards the end of last year, where I, I saw a couple of people on Twitter talking about it, where like you, you, the premise is that you just play a podcast at 1.5 speed because so you can get through it you quicker. Get through it quicker. Mm. And I, I can understand that. If you're listening to like um, a two hour podcast, podcast, you're going to yeah. save half an hour. Yeah, of course. And I'm like, but. No, <laughs> I like it's, listening to normal speed. It's where I, because I got the Apple Watch, so sometimes in my car it's got like the media player thing on my watch. Mm. Oh, and sometimes I'll mistake. move and I'll touch it, and like for it. five seconds I'll be like, "What the fuck just happened to the audio?" And then it's like, and oh. then it's like, "Oh, yeah. this happened." No, so I, what I do do is uh, some training videos, especially for programming. Yes. I like tutorials out of videos. I'll put that on like 1.5 because the you nine times out of 10, the tutor talks way uh, too slowly. <laughs> um, and having and it on 1.5 actually doesn't make a difference. We so. need you to. Yeah, no. F- <laughs> drives me insane. So that's when I use it. But for podcasts, no, I don't. Yeah, I think, okay. I, I, th- I think, oh, what am I doing ooh. here? Ooh. I think Megs was planning on sending a whole lot of his questions from Nash, but there's only one. Okay. Because it says, 
the last checkpoint chat of the last checkpoint chat of the 2010s question one but then nothing maybe he's spreading them out <laughs> he's gonna spread them out over a couple of weeks mm. which means we only have one more question mm. on twitter from you see because we went over last week this week we, we, we had like under. 20 25 Yo, questions last so many. week send us, everyone burns <laughs> send us more uh from linford at Gun- gundam c16 is this a new mm. new write-in no no i think we've had questions from them okay before. okay uh anybody play elite dangerous Oh, so no. I did when it first came out. Um, I in I enjoyed it enough that I seriously looked into investing into a um, what are they called? Hotas systems? Is it Hotas? H O T A S? I have no it's idea. It's basically you know like joystick and a little thrust little controller. So I feel like I'm flying a ship accurately. So I looked into investing in one of those because it was cool. It was like. Space Time Truckers. It was a good time. Space Time Truckers. Um, but I haven't played since. Um, I just I don't have the time to invest into it that I want to. Uh, but it's it's a good game. I remember it coming out and me being like, this is pretty fun. Um, hmm. It's very complex and very satisfying to like land and take off and just fly. And um, it's good. It's a good is, time. Is Elite Dangerous the one that's marketed, not marketed as, but is a scam? Or am I thinking no, that's Star Citizen. Oh, is that Star Citizen? Yeah, okay, that's okay. Elite like, Dangerous is out okay. and playable and I always get the two had expansions up. and yeah. I remember at the time it was a big thing. It was like, which will come out first? Elite Dangerous or Star <laughs> Citizen? That was in like <laughs> fucking 2013 <laughs> and Elite <laughs> Dangerous has <is> been out <laughs> and Star Citizen is still not out. So. Goddamn. Uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good game. Um, if I'm curious to hear actually um, thoughts of people who do play it now, what what state it's in, you know, uh, whether it's a good time to like jump back in, have they made things easier, mm. stuff like that. Because um, I know it is on console, so you can play it on a controller even. So, Space, the final frontier. It really is. Yeah. I, I went back and I found the questions from Mix. It's funny because some of them aren't applicable anymore. Sorry, uh, Mix. <laughs> Just because we didn't record that one weekend and I think he did send questions. Like 10,000, yeah. So here's, here's an interesting one. Cool. It's actually, we were in our time machine. I says, is Outer Wilds and Disco Elysium really the shizness that the majority of game critics make it out to be? Yes. Which of the two would you choose? Hmm. Uh, P.S. Will Alessandro finish Ori before the first episode of Checkpoint Chats? I did. In 2020? I did. did. <laughs> ah, I did it before the first day of 2020. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Um, yeah. I haven't played enough Disco Elysium to say which is the better one, but I really loved Outer Wilds, so... I like Disco Elysium too. I've played a little bit of it and I'm like, yeah, this uh, is uh, this is fucking good. Uh, if I had to choose which one I'd want to play first, I think Outer Wilds. Mm. Because I want to play Disco Elysium, but there's something about it. Like, I think book. you have to, yeah, you really have to want to play it mm. too. Whereas mm. Outer Wilds seems like I, I, I've never watched trailers or gameplay mm. or anything and it just seems like... It's a bit more palatable. I yeah. think you could do two or three runs a night because a run is 22 minutes, so... Do like two or three for an hour and a half and uh, you've like, cool, Good. I've made progress. Yeah. Damn. Okay, next question. What What are your thoughts on Netflix's The Witcher? Will you play The Witcher 3 again or play The Witcher trilogy again? Uh, so I actually watched... No, I'd, ah. I'm on the last episode. So I watched the penultimate one yesterday mm-hmm. and that episode was fucking good. I think, I think that series gets off to a really janky and slow start, but man, it really it picks, picks up. up. Yeah, it... When it starts converging all its timelines, it's like, oh, okay, cool. This is this is awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not going to replay the trilogy though. I really want to replay The Witcher. Not the old trilogy, uh, but I really I'll, want to play I want three to skip again. The Witcher three. I want to play the DLC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For the same. Because so I, I never played play Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine, which yeah, I've never, I never played. played I've heard Blood and Wine I, is awesome. I just, I just can't wrap my head around replaying The Witcher three, which is a really long game. Man, I kind of want to though. <laughs> I kind of really want, want to, to, but it's almost like the middle ground for me is just a DLC. I just kind of want to put it on PC again with some good mods and just oh, mm, it's pretty. just play it again. Just, just do it. <laughs> well, no, next question. Will Matthew ever return to his backlog and talk about old games he finished recently? Yes. So like I've said, I'm going to play Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Um, and i don't know how soon after but i do also want to get back to bloodborne i want to play yeah, the, the DLC. yes you haven't played the haven't dlc, played the DLC <gasps> so so good I mean, and there's i've got a list actually i started doing here. what you what you did and i'm keeping track of the games Mate, i've played this year it's so simple to do and my best is going at the end of the year going like oh shit like i think i've, I've already that. played six games this year how, how well not finished any? oh not you've finished, started playing like, six okay i finished celeste this year i finished this frostpunk thing uh i'm replaying outer wilds i good lord yeah. so like these these are games i want to sh- stream okay so i still want to um play cuphead which i haven't played fuck okay <laughs> uh super meat boy oh god okay because a lot of people have these said, are like, two games love, i think you'll love you love yeah. celeste like i've not played super meat boy mm. i want to replay ori before the sequel comes out okay I well, want that's to, not too bad that's like six no, no, seven, that'll I think, be, yeah. i want to platinum celeste oh, fuck, good luck on that so mm, i'll you, definitely do that I picked up Super Hearts on <gasps> Epic Games, and I've never played that. Oh my god, it's so good! <laughs> um, I've also got. We need to. I need to buy Super Hearts on my Quest, and you need to play that because they they're different. They oh, it's a different game. Yeah, so. yeah, because they had to change all the scenarios for VR. But god, man, that game in VR is something else. Something it else. Is so cool. Um, there's another game. I picked up a bunch of games actually. You know, Epic Games over December gave mm. a game away for twelve days, and like. Five of those 12 games was like, holy shit, this is a game I actually yeah. really wanted to play. So there's a whole lot of those, and I haven't made a note to them yet, but I've got mm. a bunch mm. of those. Uh, I still want to play Gris or Gree. Gree, I also want to play the whole I, I've done Game Pass now, so um, I think I'm going to grab that. And Hellblade, which is one I've written Same, down that I've yeah. just never got around to playing. And I, I've always I purchased been it, so I just it. haven't got, gotten to it yet. Yeah, so I kind of <laughs> want to do that as well. I mean, that's, that's my backlog. Minus Final Fantasy VII Remake, the Ori sequel, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Doom Eternal, oh Cyberpunk. Oh, There's just too much. Cannot wait for Doom. I'm so excited for Doom. I, oh, I've played 2016 Doom, I think, like three or four times. Like, it is Shit. one of my favorite only, shooters ever. That, that game really shocked me because when I watched the first trailer, and I think we even spoke about it. No, wait. No, it couldn't have been. It was before the podcast. It might have been not in the podcast, but I think maybe back at Critical Heads, whatever. I remember saying, like, I thought the trailer was just way over the top violence like for the way, first one for the first yeah, trailer, yeah, yeah i was yeah, like yeah. it just seemed way too gory and like mm, mm. completely over the top and i had no desire to play it but then i picked it up on sale and i played it. i was like this is it's real fucking good. good yeah it is it is like a proper adrenaline rush of just yeah it was weird it was it was my first e3 i was in the the hall where they host the oscars watching bethesda show off doom guy ripping demons to shreds and yeah. i was like i'm fucking in <laughs> i'm so in for this game <laughs> god damn i think that's the last question because some of the questions mix has re- so like the one um is about final fantasy 7 remake being released as part one of an unknown number we actually oh we did by, yeah, we, yeah. T- we spoke about that yeah um yeah but i think that that's all the questions oh, cool. what is your drink of choice for the end of the year let's cop in your time machine what did you drink last 
to see the decade out. Uh, monster Energy. <laughs> Chocolate. And then I went to bed at 10 o'clock. What? You had a monster, you went to bed. Do I, whenever people like, like I have like a monster, if I have a monster, I try not to, mm. but if I have a monster like four in the afternoon, they're like, oh, you're not going to sleep. I'm like, bitch, please. Uh, please. <laughs> so yesterday was um, Zelda, my mother-in-law's birthday. Okay. Love her name. So, oh yes, good name. Mm-hmm. So her and Lenska go to work early. So what we did is we got up early before they go to work to have tea and banana bread. Okay. Ooh, I love banana bread. I mean, not tea, sorry, coffee and banana bread. Ooh. Yeah, so Lenska made the night before, got Ooh. up, I had a cup of coffee with Fresh my banana, banana bread, bread. and I went straight back to bed after. <gasps> <laughs> I slept like a baby. That's fun. That sounds so good. It's and delicious. coffee. Oh, oh, man. My mom made, um, you know, the traditional Portuguese orange cake thing? <gasps> Your mom but, makes the traditional orange oh, cake. Dude, she found my grand's recipe and she oh makes it God. perfectly. But it's like, it comes out and it's like an airy, it almost feels like a very airy orange loaf you can't like, give that to me i'll eat the whole thing i'm sad i'm sad because we had it like two days ago <laughs> no <laughs> sad i don't have more for you because it's oh, you dude. devoured it you, I, it you is, snorted i mean it. the one in princess is fine <gasps> this one i dare is, you no, the one, one in princess is, is delicious this one's miles better. okay it's miles, miles better. Fine. better i'll take I, it i need you to come here and eat it because bake dude, me a cake it's so good, <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, that's uh, episode 83. It's episode 83. If you want to message questions. us again, all on the socials at Checkpoint Chat, except for the email, which is checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. That's the world's longest email chat. address. Podcast. I actually want to send an email to Checkpoint Chat, like, hey. <laughs> hey, <laughs> give us an email. Give us an email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's uh, episode 83. Uh, we've got a weird. So next week's episode is going to be one of those evergreen ones because I am away in Cape Town. Alessandra's leaving us to play Celeste and his switch in Cape Town. And then I think it's the weekend after you're away. I'm in Cape Town. Yeah, so I'm away on the 25th and then you're away on the 31st. So we will have to skip one episode um, because like there's just no way we're recording another two today. So, uh, But there will be one next week. Next week. And then... There won't be the one week. Yeah, there'll probably not be. But just... Look out on Twitter and whatever will remind mm. people. Um, maybe I'll record a solo episode at half yeah. an hour like, what's up? What's up? It's your boy. I it's finished your boy. Or, or maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll call on the the comic stylings of um, Turtleneck Gang member Turtleneck Glenn. Gang. Glenn. Glon. 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 Yeah, Glon. <laughs> um, but we'll see. I'll, see. I'll we'll keep shit updated. So, cool. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. I okay, love you. Bye. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.